The Angels start a three-game series against the Chicago White Sox, and John and I decide what the Angels' record must be at the All-Star break, and we give four reasons why Joe Adele needs to be on the big club. Come on. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Those listening on the audio side, you can rate and review the pod. And if you're watching on the video side, you can subscribe and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today is brought to you by our friends at BlueNile.com. Make those special moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Angel listeners get $50 off a purchase of $500 or more. All you got to do is use the promo code Locked On at checkout. We appreciate you joining us for another edition of Locked On Angels. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. You can follow us at Locked On Angels on Twitter and, of course, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Mike, we're two lifelong fans of the team, long-suffering fans, and so if you're listening for the first time, welcome to Locked On Angels. You know that you can trust Mike and I to give you uh, all of our perspectives on the highs and lows of the Angels, uh, because we've been through a lot of them, and uh, last night's game was a high, but it came after the news of the suspensions and the fallout from the Angels and Mariners rumble on Sunday, their Royal Rumble that they had on <laughs> yeah. the field. Uh, it looks like there's some pretty harsh suspensions coming down because I think MLB wants to set a precedent here of, hey, if you're going to do that op- the opener shenanigans, then, uh, then uh, we're going to come down on you hard for that one. So Phil Nevin gets 10 games. That's a lot wow. for a manager. And in fact, Ray Montgomery had to step up last night and be our manager. If I'm, I'm not sure if I'm right about this, but... He managed when Phil Nevin was out earlier this season, and I don't yeah. remember if that was a win as well, but it was a win last night, and uh, you and I have speculated on the future of Ray Montgomery, but speaking of him, he's got a two-game suspension, so I don't know yeah. if those are going to overlap or not, so uh, everybody says, well, let, let Shohei or Ipe manage that game win. <laughs> Montgomery and, uh, and Nevin are out. Rendon's got five games. He's going to serve that next season, obviously because of the injury. Andrew Wance is going to get three games. He didn't contest. Ryan Tapera and Rysel Iglesias. Tapera's got three. Rysel's got two. They're both contesting, which is why you saw them both in the game last night. And yeah. uh, Manny Del Campo, two games. Dom Chidi got five games. He's like 63 years old. He, <laughs> what did Dom do? <laughs> Free Dom Chidi. That's what I'm going to post. Man, he's, he's, he's dommed if he does, and he's dommed if he doesn't, right? <laughs> Dang it, that's a great... See, that's that's you being a dad right there. Well done. <laughs> hey of course, Bill Hasselman will get one game. Uh, so He's on this team? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> what does Bill do? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he gets into brawls. That's what he's doing. Yeah, but look, gets suspended. <laughs> uh, I, I just have to laugh because there's been so many Seattle tears being shed on Monday, and uh, the, the, uh, the complaining has not stopped since then, so... You know, it is what it is, and uh, let's move on to last night's game because well, it was a big one. Yeah, could I just point out, of on, on our YouTube channel, there was a Mariners fan that did check out Locked on Angels, uh-huh. and he did make a comment, and he said he appreciated our take because we were fair 
to both sides and we saw the game for what it is. We know exactly what was happening. And so I just want to say thank you to that Mariners fan for having eyes to see. And if you ever want to jump the train and come on over to uh, another team that's four or five games under 500 (laughs) in the AL West, we'd be happy to have you. Right, Johnny? Well, I, I do appreciate a sensible, logical, understanding perspective uh, from the opposing team. And that's what we strive for here on Lockdown yes. Angels. I mean, yes. you know, we love our team, but we're going to call it like we see it. And it was very clear what the intention was yesterday. So that's why I think Phil Nevin got the punishment that he got. But he got a sweet box. He got a sweet and yeah. sweet. <laughs> Although Phil said there was no purpose behind the opener and that that wasn't the intent at all. And we should just move on and focus on the White Sox. As every good manager should say so like after a, a rumble. <laughs> exactly. Look, right? I would buy that if uh, uh, Jose Suarez had a regular Jose Suarez game, but he had an incredible game after yes. that. I would have bought that opener yeah. line because you and I know that we could have definitely used an opener in some of his starts. And maybe, maybe they stumbled on forward. something, right? Yeah. Maybe they stumbled on how they can help Jose Suarez be a bit more consistent. So maybe that opener idea might work for him. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's get into last night's game because it was a uh, classic Angels win. You mentioned on our Locked On Now that it felt like the team at the beginning of the season doing everything right. What I loved was seeing the fact that we won that 4-3. We're 36-40 on the season. And uh, some of the highlights here, I'll I'll let you handle the other one, but Syndergaard went seven innings, six hits, three runs, one walk, and seven Ks. That's the kind of Syndergaard that we saw very early on, and yep. we're happy to see him return for this game. In fact, he even got the W in this one, so that was pretty great to see. But what else great happened last night? Taylor Ward is yep. really starting to hit again, and it's not like he stopped hitting, but he is really coming up clutch, and he hit a big two-run double in the seventh inning that put the Angels up 4-3, to three, which mm-hmm. did give Thor the win, right? Yeah, and so Save that game. was great. And and you already mentioned it, but I, I really liked what I saw last night, Johnny. I really liked what mm-hmm. I saw in that it looked like the Angels from the beginning of the season. It looked like the April Angels. It looked like somewhat at the beginning of May Angels. There's good pitching, Good starting pitching, good relief pitching, and then Mm -hmm. clutch hitting, and they came back. And high five to Brandon Marsh. We'll talk about him in a little bit, but he actually broke out of a slump last night. And GA said on the post game that it wasn't that he was moved down in the lineup. It was that his approach was different. He was going to left field and left Mm. center field instead of Mm -hmm. trying to pull everything and swing at everything. And so that was a really great sign. And of course, in the outfield, if that guy's not top three, top two, maybe even the gold glove in left field, then something's wrong in Major League Baseball because <laughs> he seems to be making all of the great plays out in left field this season. Yeah, Brandon Marsh was uh, the player of the game last night for sure. I do have to say, too, that seeing some of the changes that got made, like we saw David McKinnon come out at third base and Tyler Wade replaced him. That yeah. felt a little quick to me, but it made sense as the game progressed because... Tyler Wade made an incredible stop over there at third. And then you saw it, Mike, the bunting. They returned 
to the moving of running runners over and playing yes. small ball. I mean, how have we gotten away from that so much? And again, I, lo- I look at Ray Montgomery and I'm thinking, that guy knows what he's doing. Is it Ray in the dugout that's making those decisions? The best the best line that I saw when I turned the game on, I was out last night and came home and I turned the game on and Velasquez was up mm-hmm. and it said one for two with a sacrifice bunt and an RBI. <laughs> and I went... That's the line that he needs to have every game. There needs to be a sacrifice in there. There needs to be a uh, a hit that actually helps the team, maybe a sacrifice fly. But that's the type of line you want to see from Velasquez. You saw that line and you said, correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's, that's exactly, exactly what it. we need to see. And, right. and, and again, you had, uh, you know, Kurt Suzuki came in and, uh, and uh, took a walk. And so it's yes. just... Patient approaches at the plate. It looked like they had a game plan this time around. And so maybe we... uh, (laughs) What a concept. Have a game plan. I think we fired up the boys, Mike. I think they came out here and and had themselves a great game. Uh, Seattle had a disaster class in, in Seattle, so... Good. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> but That's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, but we're we're happy that we came away with a W. Again, shout-outs to Syndergaard, Taylor Ward, and Otani. Got that double steal, which was great for my fantasy team. So thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> and uh, it feels good to be in the win column after starting this series against Chicago. We got two more games against them. Hopefully, we can take that winning way into the next two games. Coming up on Locked On Angels, John and I are going to talk about Joe Adele. We talk about him a lot. He's a uh, he's a good player, and we really like him, and we really believe that he should be on this major league roster. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by our friends at BlueNile.com, Johnny. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler since 1999, Michael. They've helped millions and millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Blue Nile is committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry and if your perfect piece is not perfect no problem they have a 100 satisfaction guarantee so you can shop stress-free in addition to guaranteed free shippings and returns and if you need that special purchase fast in most cases blue nile can deliver overnight no excuses for a late gift they are delivering <laughs> overnight nope. for you Every order is insured and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside, so there won't be any spoilers. Make your special moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And for our listeners of Locked On Angels, you can get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. All you have to do is use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's code LOCKEDON at checkout. Go to BlueNile.com today and find your perfect piece. We're also here today because of our friends at rockauto.com. Hey, if you're working on your car, rockauto.com has everything that you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even carpet. rockauto.com has all the parts your car will ever need. And here's the good news. They are a family business and they've been serving you. You do-it-yourselfers. You people that know what you're doing, unlike me. They've been serving you for over 20 years and because they're family-owned, they understand budgets and they need to understand budgets because this economy is tough, right? And so at rockauto.com, their prices are reliably low for every single customer 
customer. So if you're working on your car or working on your truck, go to rockauto.com, see all the parts your car or truck will ever need. And when you do, there's a box that says, how did you hear about us? Would you write locked on in that box? That way they know that John and I sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com today. Mike, I ran a poll back on June 16th on our Twitter, again, at LockedOnAngels, if you're of the Twitter persuasion, and uh, here's what I said. I said, the Angels have 28 games until the All-Star break. That was back on the 16th, of course. Eight against the Mariners, three against the Royals, three against the White Sox, six against the Astros, two against the Marlins, four versus the Orioles, two against the Dodgers. I said, what record do the Halos end this stretch of 28 games with? I gave four options, because that's what Twitter allows, 20 and 8, 18 and 10, 14 and 14, or 10 and 18, and the winning vote getter at 31% of the votes, 152 votes, 10 and 18. <laughs> I think I was one of those votes. <laughs> I think you. I had no hope at that point. <laughs> uh, but I have to say that it's looking pretty good this stretch. Yes. We have 16 games left. Until the All Star break, and the Angels are currently seven and five. It's good. Af- even after dropping two of three to the Royals and dropping two of three to the Mariners over the weekend, the Angels have two more against the White Sox. Of course, they got the win last night. Yep. Three against the Strohs on the road and at home. So six games total. Those are going to be prove it games. Yeah. Two against the Marlins on the road, four against the Orioles on the road, and the Orioles are becoming quite the team to watch and I'm a little bit concerned about that series right especially right. considering they swept us earlier this season I don't know what happened there and then of course we have two at home against the Dodgers so we want to ask the question Mike what does the Angels record need to be by the time we get to the all-star break why don't you start us out I think that we have to be at 500 at least I think you have yes. to get to 500 and I think that the games against the Sox the Marlins and the Orioles are games that we have to get. We gotta get those games. The games I'm gonna be really paying attention to are the three against the Strohs at home mm-hmm. and the three against the Strohs on the road. I do actually care about the two against the Dodgers because the Dodgers are a great team. Ugh, that leaves a bad taste in your mouth when you say that. <laughs> but the Dodgers are a great team and I wanna see what we do against a great team. We got mm-hmm. swept by them and and that was ugly. And so I'd love to see if the Angels can be competitive there. But the big games are the six against the Strohs. And so I think that we need to take at, at least one more from the Sox. I'd love to sweep this series. Yeah, I think that we have to sweep the Marlins. And because the Orioles are on the rise, I would love to at least take two of those games. But I think that our record against the Sox, the Marlins and the Orioles needs to be like what is that that's eight games i think in the eight games we should we should get six maybe seven of those games at least because against the strohs and the dodgers that's going to be a tough tough go yeah but i think that we have to be at 500 at the all-star break johnny i don't think that there's anything else that needs to happen except for that if we're over that's great but if we're under then you're having to climb out and we've seen in years past being longtime angel fans that getting back to 500 is not easy it's it's really hard and once you're there then you can start thinking about that last wild card spot but right. until you're at 500 don't even consider that don't even talk about that right because you just got to win the next game so 
Angels got to get to 500, I think, by the All-Star break. And so whatever that record needs to be, that's where I think they need to be at least. I'd love to see them over that, but at least at 500. What do you think? Well, if, if they're going to go 500, that would mean that they would go something in the realm of 10 and 6 over these next 16 games. So they would end okay. up 46 and 46. So That's doable. 10 and 6 seems reasonable. I want to be a little optimistic here. I would love to see them go 12 and 4 yeah. over the next few games. But I'm looking at the schedule and I'm thinking those two against the Dodgers, I don't know. Yeah. And then I think about, well, okay, where do I put the other two losses? It's got to be in that six game stretch against the Astros. So right. I think that 10 and uh, I'm sorry, 12 and 4 would be pretty tough. So I think reasonably I'm going to go with you and say I think we can do 10 and 6. If by all accounts this season is the turnaround point since the game. Somebody somebody mentioned yesterday on Twitter, I wish I could remember who it was, and if I find the tweet, I will definitely share it. But they said, how great is it now that we don't have to say, oh, the Angels are this and this since uh, Nevin took over, Joe Madden got fired, or since Rendon got hurt. Now we can say, oh, the Angels are you know, this many wins and this many losses since the fight. <laughs> that's yes. our new starting the new point standard. It, that's our new standard <laughs> yeah. when it comes to measuring our record. So we're one and oh, actually I should say two and oh, since the fight, since it happened yep. in that game. But yep. Mike, I think I'm going to go with you and say 10 and six is reasonable. 14 and, and, and I'm sorry, 12 and four would be uh, exciting to me. Yes. And if the angels oh, go sure. on a run, over the next 16 games, it could be something like that. By all accounts, it could be 8-8, eight and eight, and we would remain under 500. But let's hope yeah. we can at least get that that 10-6 and six going forward because I like what you said. 500 is the perfect starting point to reexamine your season and assess where you want to go and where you want to be after the All-Star break. And then you kind of have some time to consider who what deals you want to make before the trade deadline because that got pushed back to early August. So there's a little more time to see where this team is going to shake out. I guess yeah. that's the only frustrating thing about a 500 team is, all right, do we move forward or do we sell? I think that's kind of the conundrum we've been in in years yeah. past. Yeah. But I think this team is the team that you move forward with, especially with the clock on Otani, especially with uh, the improvements in the bullpen and the pitching staff. This is a team that you want to win with. And I don't think the Angels are going to roll over and and let the season pass them by. So hopefully we'll see some moves that set us up for success for the remainder of 2022. I think that's a good bet. And speaking of betting, that's hey. who's bringing our episode to you today. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, of course. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all sports scores and news for this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite events like MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online, where the game starts. For our last segment of the day, you and I wanted to provide four reasons, Michael, for why Joe Adele should be on this team right now. Let's yep. get into it. 
let's talk about reason number one. Okay, so this one, it's kind of funny, and it seems like it happens to us all the time on it Locked does, on Angels. Honestly. We're going to bring up something, and then something really good happens, which I'm not going to complain about, but we were going to talk about Brandon Marsh and how he's struggling, right? <laughs> and then last <laughs> night, he gets three hits, which, yes. by the way, is as many hits as he's had in the last 13 games. Right. And so I appreciate that he came through for us last night, but not counting last night's game, in the last 13 games, he was three for 37. Mm. So he's really, really struggling. And so I think since we've been platooning Marsh out there and we've been putting other guys out there, why not bring Joe Adele up? And why not have two guys who are buddies, who are best friends, who really like each other, really love each other, seem to like have a lot of fun around each other. Mm -hmm. Why not have them share left field and put them out at the right time for the benefit of the team and, and, have it be something that we can look forward to each game instead of going, oh, Marsh isn't in there. Who's who's that? Who's in there, right? <laughs> Monte and so, Harris? Be, yeah, exactly. So Marsh has been struggling outside of last night, but even even last night's game doesn't really make his batting average look any better and doesn't really make his OPS that much better, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that because Marsh is struggling, it'd be great to have Adele as an alternative in left field. So reason number one, Marsh has been struggling and let's bring up Adele and help offset that a bit. What about reason number two, Johnny? There's too many unknowns when it comes to these these guys that they've been bringing in. Obviously, yeah. Juan Lagara spent time with us in 2021 and played a lot of games out of necessity because Mike Trout went down and Brandon Marsh and Joe Adele weren't quite ready to come up in 2021. In fact, We had Dexter Fowler, who was supposed to be a big part of the outfield. He got hurt very early on and just wasn't able to play the rest of the season. And so we bring back Ligaris. The dude had 60 at-bats, 11 hits. Mike, no runs or RBIs. Completely unproductive. Two outfield errors in those Blue Jays games that definitely cost us those two games against the Blue Jays and probably cost Joe Madden his job. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Some of the other fielders that we brought up, Monte Harrison and Dylan Thomas, we did just get Dylan Thomas back from the Astros. We had to DFA him to make room, and the Astros claimed him, and now we have him back. And these are guys that have had productive minor league seasons, but at the same time, we know that Joe Adele is productive at the major league level. And when yeah. it comes to these other guys who are just kind of coming through the uh, the revolving door, uh, it's just you never know what you're going to get with them. We did see right. Monte Harrison uh, pinch run for Max Stassi last night, which I thought was a good move. Yep. But that could easily be done with Joe Adele. And right. if Joe Adele is somebody you want to invest in, then you have to get him on this team. In fact, if, if, if he's not here and you're relying on these unknowns, I mean, Again, not to insult anybody, but as far as major league talent, like these guys have not spent a lot of time up there. So I just think that you might as well roll with somebody who you know very well, and the Angels know Joe Adele very well. How about reason number three? He can obviously hit in AAA. There's no question Mm -hmm. about that. And he's not hitting as well as he did last year. And so those of you that might say, well, because of these numbers, listen, he can hit in AAA. There's no question about that. He right. has an 841 OPS in the minors right now. He had a 934 last year. But Joe has proven that he can hit in the majors as mm-hmm. well. It's small sample sizes. But when he came up in June, he was 7 for 19, John. Yeah, over he 300. He had two doubles, two walks, 
two RBIs. Yeah. I mean, the guy the guy looked good, and so I I think that. I think that there's got to be something going on in the front office. I don't know what they're waiting for, and maybe they're just waiting for him to become this stud of an outfielder, but I think he's kind of in baseball purgatory right now. Yeah. And so let's let's bring him up because he's proven to hit, and again, he's going to be a great alternative for Marsh in that outfield, um, especially as they have like the lefty-righty matchups, which is what reason number four is all about. Right, Johnny? Yeah, if you're, if you're not going to give Adele a shot, like – then you are kind of wasting him in AAA. I know he's yeah. probably getting reps in the outfield, and I know a big question is his defense. But, I mean, he got to play right field uh, at the end of his – or during his last uh, time with us back in or earlier in June. Yeah. And he played a good right field, and I know the question would be, can he do left field? But with this record that we have right now, 36 and 40, why not give Joe Adele a shot? Because if you're going to do the platoon thing – and have Marsh sit out, and and the Angels have done it since even Phil Nevin took over. We've seen Marsh sit down in favor of a right-handed batter against a lefty pitcher. If you're going to do that, why not have Adele bat yeah. against lefties? Because yeah. Marsh is you know batting against righties, and and that's usually the the pitcher on the mound is a right-handed pitcher. Um, but you can make the change as soon as they go to the bullpen, and if it's a different a different guy, then you can put Adele into the game. I know a lot of people are worried that he won't get enough playing time, but look, he's either on this team or he's not, and he's just sitting in AAA. You and I have talked about Miguel Andujar a ton about being a third base option. He's sitting in AAA for the Yankees, and they don't really have a spot for He feels like the Yankees Adele, right? (laughs) Absolutely, and so I'm with you if we're wondering what the front office is going to do. I wonder if they're protecting Joe Adele for Mm. some sort of trade package and not wanting to expose him at the major league level and kind of get some of his value back. Uh, I hope that's not the case because I think that he can contribute to this team. But again, the outfield's full. And yeah. if he's not the fourth outfielder, then he's not doing anything for the Angels. So what are you saving him for? Are you saving him for a rainy day, putting him in the savings account? I'm not really sure what yeah. the goal is here unless it's a trade. And if if they're not going to trade him, then he should be with this major league team. Yeah, and I think that, they got to make a decision on him and make a decision on him soon. I think that yeah. if he's not up before the All-Star break, he should be up after the All-Star break, and he should be on this roster, and we shouldn't even consider any other outfielder unless we're going to trade Joe Adele away because he's head and shoulders above anybody else that they've put out there. Absolutely, and he's productive at the plate when he is improving his contact and making contact. Again, I know left field's a little bit of a, que- a def- defensive question mark. Yeah. But like I said before, if he starts a game, you can replace him later in the game with Brandon Marsh to play defense. These guys are young. They don't need time on the bench. If you're going to play the matchups, then I understand you would want one or the other in the game. But if you're worried about his defense, then throw in Brandon Marsh once that starting pitcher is is replaced and then you have the the matchup you want for Brandon Marsh on the on the mound. So, I really think that we we can't be worried about his defense. The guy, he's young, he can improve. I think that he played great right field when he was up and uh, we've seen him play decent left field in the past, especially in 2021. He made some incredible catches out there. I know he's struggled. I know he's gotten in his own head. Hopefully, maybe part of the solution is that he gets out of his own way and he builds his confidence back up and can be a productive part 
of this team. Well, one of our favorite episodes on Locked On Angels was when we had Lindsey Crosby on here. Yes. And he talked about some of our prospects. And so if you didn't get a chance to check that out, you can search for it right now, whether you're watching or whether you're listening. But since you made Locked On Angels your first listen, you should make the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast your second listen Lindsey Crosby is literally a prospect encyclopedia that guy knows everybody he knows everybody's mama he knows their favorite food (laughs) like he he literally knows everything and he goes deep in the conversation about the MLB stars of tomorrow and his podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Angels, and of course, you can reach us at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's episode? I can't believe that these words are actually coming out of my mouth. Uh-oh. But based on what we've recently seen, we're going to discuss this question: Would you rather have Stassi or Suzuki at catcher? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to discuss that. Everybody's like, what? Yeah, we're going to discuss that tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Love that. Well, I'm, I guess I'm looking forward to that conversation. We'll talk about <laughs> it tomorrow. what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow for more Locked on Angels.